0: Welcome back to Let's Vibe Podcast, a podcast hosted by me, Vibe with Aid, where we talk all things about my life, from going to music festivals, to being a content creator, to figuring out this thing called life. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing how I got through my breakup earlier this year. So without further ado, let's vibe into today's episode. happy tuesday y'all i am recording from my bed if you're watching on youtube (laughs) we're recording in a new spot it's a rainy gloomy day in austin today and so i'm working with what i got with the lighting here so this is probably the best place i could record today so i could still do video and also this topic is just like really important to me So I felt like I wanted to be cozy, I wanted to be comfortable because I'm going to get very vulnerable and very transparent today. Um, and very honest about everything, so buckle yourselves up everyone. (laughs) But wow, you guys, it is almost August. How wild is that? July was a whirlwind. We'll talk about everything that happened in July for me. Um, It was rough, I will say. (laughs) Um, and I'll talk about that in the vibe check, but I hope y'all had a good weekend and are getting ready for a good week, staying safe and healthy out there. Um, just so you guys know, watching on YouTube, I am just referring to my notes, making sure I don't miss anything. (laughs) Normally I have them in front of me on my desk, so that's why I'm going to be turning a lot over here. Um, but I took a nice little social media break and a work break last week, so that was great. Much, much needed. Uh. Thank you for checking out the podcast today. It really means a lot to me that you're spending some time with me today. Um, Episode 19, kind of crazy. Next one's going to be 20. We'll see what I have in store for that. But um, thanks again for checking out today's episode. I'm really ready to talk about this topic because... It's just something that I've thought about since it happened that I was like, I can't wait to talk about my experience so that it can help other people. Um, When I was going through my breakup, I knew right away I wanted to talk about this and have some content on it eventually because I know other people out there um, can relate probably. (laughs) Um, And it's kind of crazy because lately I've been getting a lot of DMs asking how I got through my breakup. So I'm excited to get into it today and hopefully it'll help some of you out there that are listening today. Um, first things first, make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Do all of that. This is a free hour that you get to spend with me. Um, Some free content that I don't make any money off of. So it just really helps to get the word out there and show your support and everything. And it means a lot to me. Um, tag me on Instagram on your Instagram stories where you're listening from so I can see I love connecting with you guys. And if you guys have any like takeaways from the episode, I love seeing your guys's feedback. Um, I also choose a listener of the week from the reviews and from you tagging me on Instagram. So today's listener of the week is at Melly the melon on Instagram. Her name's Melissa. She has been a supporter for quite some time now. And I just want to say thank you so much for all of the support um, of the podcast and of Vibe with Aid. Your messages are always so sweet and uplifting, and I'm really glad to have you as part of my little community, and I hope we can cross paths one day. So I hope you're doing well, and I'm sending some good vibes your way today. I hope you have a great day and a great week and a great life. (laughs) Next up, we have our Vibe Check. So I do this at the top of the episode Like I talked about in my last episode, I need to have like a jingle, like a little vibe check or something like that, but we're still working on that. But for those that are new to the podcast, this is my chance to check in with y'all, what's been going on in my life, and it's a chance for you to check in with yourselves as well. Um, I really only share what's like surface level, I feel like, or what's the highlights on my social media, on my YouTube channel. So I feel like the vibe checks are a really great way for me to tell you guys what else has been going on and a lot has been going on as I reflect on the past two weeks and heck this month even. So I'm going to try and keep it short, hopefully since I have lots to say about our topic today. So here we go. So what we'll do is we'll take three deep breaths. Then I'll ask the following questions. You can think in your head, you can journal about it, whatever feels good. So, um, we'll take the three deep breaths together. Exhale it out. I did that without you guys, so inhale it in. And exhale it back out. Number two, inhale it in and back out. Last one, inhale in and back out. Wow, I needed that, that feels really good. (laughs) How am I feeling today? Do I like this feeling? What could this feeling be trying to teach me? What could make today better or is there a need to? What are three things I'm grateful for today? What could I affirm for myself? Or a goal I can set for myself? Now I'll go ahead and share how I'm feeling and you can ponder those questions throughout today. So today I'm feeling pretty good. We're on definitely the upswing as this month is ending. I am filming a day, a week in my life vlog so you guys can get a little bit more of a life update there. But there was a little bit of a health scare with my friend Chase, who you guys have seen in the drive-in vlog and the Electric Forest vlog um, that we were dealing with. Everything is fine. Everything's good now. But there was like a little bit of a period where we weren't sure if um, he had COVID or not. He doesn't. Thankfully, but we were self quarantining from each other. I was self quarantining from everyone just in case it was COVID and it turned out not to be. So, very grateful for that. And I got to finally see him for the first time in three weeks. He's been my quarantine buddy and everything. So, it was very hard being apart from him. And I couldn't really talk about it because we just didn't know what was going on yet. But now everything's good. Everything's a lot better. Um, Like I said, I took a week off of social media and vibe with AIDS stuff. There wasn't like a breakdown or anything. Normally when that happens, you guys know me, I have like a breakdown or something. And I just I'm like, I want to take a break. So um, no, I just was like, you know, what? I don't really feel passionate about filming any videos. I don't feel passionate about posting anything this week. Like, let's just take a week off. And I can tell when I'm getting burnt out a little bit and I need to take a break. It's happening a lot more now because of the pandemic and everything. Um, But yeah, that took a little break from that. Um, Looking to this week, I'm really excited. I'm doing a juice cleanse. So (laughs) I had a little bit too much fun on Friday with my friend Brenda. We had some drinks by the pool and everything. And then I did nothing yesterday. And then I've just been working on stuff today. Um, and then I've just been prepping for that little juice cleanse I'm doing so you can watch the vlog when it comes out But I will just be going through my whole juice cleanse and everything But yeah, today. I'm feeling good I'm excited for the week. It'll be a good week. I believe so I think <laughs> So I'm really looking forward to it getting back into it and stuff uh, I've been mixing a lot more as well, which has been really fulfilling me and making me happy uh august will be great because it will be a three-year anniversary for me living in austin and i'll be moving to a new place so i'll just be getting ready for that and stuff which is really exciting so very exciting stuff happening um do i like this feeling yeah i'm feeling good feeling great uh what could this feeling be trying to teach me we're in a good headspace We love that for us (laughs) Um, and can just bask in this feeling the rest of the day and take it into the week. What could make today better or is there a need to? I'm feeling good. Feeling funky, fresh, clean, (laughs) Um, easy, breezy, beautiful, you know. We're feeling good. Um, I don't think there's a really need to. Um, Three things I am grateful for today. Number one, I'm grateful for my challenges in my life that have happened because it's brought me to where I am today, mainly the breakup. I am really grateful for it because I get to sit here today and share with you guys my experience, and hopefully it'll help someone that's listening. So that is something I'm grateful for today, Um, and I'll talk more about that um, because it feels weird to be like, yeah, I'm so grateful I got broken up with, but in a way, things have kind of worked out for the better. Um, number two, I am grateful for, I didn't think about this. (laughs) Um, number two, I am grateful. Why am I blanking? Why am I having such a hard time with this? (laughs) Number two, I am grateful. I'm trying to think. I had a really good gratitude moment uh, about Vibe with Aid earlier today. I was filming some TikToks for Freedom Ravewear's TikTok account, and I was like, man, I really am doing the thing. And like, I was looking at all the outfits I've had from Freedom Ravewear, and they were one of the first brands I worked with when I first started Vibe with Aid back in September of 2017. And that is so crazy to me, Like looking back on all the outfits I've had from them. And working with them. And I just had like a great gratitude kind of moment for me for like hustling and building Vibe with Aid up to what it is today and stuff. So I'm grateful for my hustle. (laughs) It stresses me out, but we're figuring it out. And then I think I would say that the last thing I'm grateful for is just working on myself in general. Um, Emma Capotas, we did an Instagram live last week, and she was just like, I haven't met anyone that works as hard on themselves as you. Cause like a lot of people really distract themselves. They try to like not work on themselves. They run away from it. And I've just like really taking it, taking it head on this year to work on myself in all aspects of my life. Right. So she brought that up and I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, I have put in the work. It's been hard. It's been rough. We're still working on ourselves, but I'm pretty grateful for like my ability to be so self-aware about that and to, like, make a promise to myself to work on it and to take it head on and not run away from that. I think that's good. Yeah, let's run with that. (laughs) And then my affirmation for today, I don't really have one. I feel like a goal, obviously, this week is, like, to get through my juice cleans and to, like, really take it seriously. So, like, I brought... I bought all the foods that I would need to eat beforehand and afterwards. I've done a juice cleanse before, but I think my main goal is just to make sure I am taking care of my body this week and really like fueling it with what it needs. Like that's what this juice cleanse is really for is just a reset for me. So I'm really hoping that I can take it seriously and then afterwards have the obvious benefit of it and can learn to listen to my body more, feel it with what it needs and yeah, we're going to be hitting the ground running with our health and fitness this next month, basically. And that is it for today's vibe check. So I hope that was short and sweet enough so we can get into the rest of the episode today because it's going to be pretty lengthy. So without further ado, I'm going to take a quick break and we will be right back. I did just want to shout out my friend Ashley Gothier. She just started a brand called Soap Butterfly. If you guys are watching on YouTube, I am wearing a shirt that says Enjoy House Music and it has like super dope safety pins all over and it can work as like a t-shirt dress for me a comfy shirt. I've literally worn this like almost every day since I've got it because it's so comfy. (laughs) But she just started this brand. It is amazing, sustainable, reworked, vintage type fashion, stuff you can wear to the rave, but then also on the streets, at home, whatever works for you. If you are the type that likes to be comfy, cute, stylish, all at the same time, and rep some of your favorite brands, I definitely recommend you check her out. Is at Sew so Butterfly Clothing on Instagram, and you can get a lot of things custom. So, like, I got this that says enjoy house music, and it is in like the Coca Cola logo um, font and stuff, but you can get it to say enjoy ZZ, enjoy whatever artist you like. And she has some really cute rhinestone tanks that you can get bedazzled. She is just killing it, and I'm so proud of her. So, I wanted to share her as today's brand spotlight love you Ashley if you're listening love you girl miss you we haven't even met but one day um so yeah that's the plug for today go check her out (laughs) oh boy I don't know why I just got so nervous to talk about this but it's crazy to think about um, but basically, six months ago, I was broken up with. Um, I was blindsided, hurt, beside myself. But now, look at me. I could be the poster child for someone that is really thriving and doing a lot better for themselves. Your um, the girl is glowing, she's happy. And I'm just truly in the best place right now. And that's why I said I'm grateful for my breakup because I can sit here and honestly say that. And like, it feels so good to say that because when I was in it, I was in it. And I'll talk more about what that felt like and how I felt and everything. So we're just going to talk about my past six months and what really happened to get me to this place right now. Then I'll wrap up with some general tips um, that you'll hear throughout that are kind of like sprinkled throughout the experience and whatnot, just some overall what to kind of like main takeaways um, at the end of this. So um, buckle yourselves up. But if you are going through a breakup right now, I just hope this is really helpful for you guys. Um, I've been getting DMs and I've shared like little tidbits with those people that have DM'd me everybody's relationship is different. Everyone's breakup is different. So that is why I'm mainly talking about my experience, and then the tips will hopefully help in the sense of your breakup, your relationship, and everything. But like I said, everything was very different. very can be very different. It's so crazy (laughs) to talk about this. I don't know why. I just, like, got so nervous. But here we go. So for those that don't know whether you're newer to Vibe with Aid or you just don't really know the backstory of everything, um, I was dating someone that I met here in Austin. We met at a show in Austin, dated a couple of months, and then officially became boyfriend and girlfriend in May of 2018. So we were together about a year and a half. Um, he really w- became my best friend. We went to shows and festivals together. We loved shuffling together Um he was a Cancer, and I was I'm a Taurus, so that was my first experience being with a Cancer. He wasn't that emotional; he was very emotionally guarded, and I, I'll talk about why that might have impacted things. Um, and then we got very close. Like I invited him to go to my family's Christmas trip to Cabo. They invited him. Um, Everything seemed to be going well, I thought, but then now when I look back, there were definitely signs that I missed that I ignored or just didn't pick up on, you know what I mean? Um, and so it was end of January. I had gotten into a car accident early January, so it was about two weeks after I got into the car accident and I got a new car. Um, we had had a great weekend before, like, I didn't think anything was wrong. And then it was like that Tuesday after I remember so vividly, because I was at work and he texted me, Hey, can we like hang out after work or something? And like our routine was we didn't hang out during the week because he lived up north Austin and I lived south Austin. So we always saw each other on the weekends because of traffic. You know, if you live in Austin, you know, you know. Um, so the moment he said he wanted to see me on a Tuesday night, I instantly felt like something was wrong. And I asked him, Hey, is everything okay? And he was like, yeah, like, I just want to see you like whatever, but I still was not convinced. Um, and I end up going home, I'm like telling my mom, I was like, something's not right. Something doesn't feel right. And like, Whatever. She's like, No, you're just going crazy. And so it ended up being that day that I got broken up with. I had to take my roommate to the ER because she fell off a scooter while coming home from work. So had to take her to the ER. I'm updating my ex, being like, Hey, like, I have to go take her to the ER. Like, I'll let you know when we're back. She's fine. Like, she just scraped up her knee pretty badly. And so she ended up getting stitches. This was like a worst day for her and I both. And so I get back and tell him that I got back and he's like okay I'm on my way and so he comes over I also in that time was like do I have any reason to be nervous because I'm like really anxious right now like I just feel so anxious and he was like no like it's totally fine like whatever and so he comes and he gets my apartment I have to go down to let him in and so I always would go down and let him in and then drive him up to our guest parking and I go to get out of the car and he's like actually can you stay in the car And I just like instantly knew and I just like my eyes started watering, like my stomach dropped, I got really hot. And he was just like, I have been with basically he's been in relationships for the past five years. And he really felt like he hasn't had the time to find himself to work on himself to love himself, basically that whole premise and he couldn't even say so I'm breaking up with you i literally had to say so you're breaking up with me and he just like nodded yes and like he started crying he like doesn't he's not a crier he doesn't cry so that was my first time ever seeing him cry and like i just started crying and then i asked him like if i did anything wrong or like if we could get back together which like looking back i should not have asked that um and i was just like i don't want to sit here in this car anymore and like be crying in front of you. like that just feels so pathetic And so I was just like, all right, like, bye. And so I get out of the car. And he was like, wait, like, I have a bag of stuff for you. And like, it was just minimal stuff that I had kept at his place. And he gave me like one last hug. And then like, I start walking and I immediately call my mom. And I'm just like, he broke up with me and like, freaking out. I go back to my apartment. I tell Jess, I'm on the phone with my mom. And then like, I kind of like, Calm down and I text my friend Paige and like I'm just kind of like freaking out crying trying to calm myself down and then I end up calming myself down and I text him I was like hey can we like talk because I kind of like just gathered my thoughts a lot more and I was like I'm sorry I ran off I just like could not be in that car anymore and he was like playing sad music too and I was just like Why? Like, I just needed to get out of that space, you know what I mean? And so he ends up calling me and then we talked for maybe like another hour and a half just about how he was feeling and how long he's been feeling like this. He had been feeling like this since November. He has been thinking about breaking up with me since November, which like really triggered me (laughs) because like here I was second guessing all those memories we had, you know what I mean? Um, second guessing seismic, second guessing going to Cabo, going to lights all night. Like I was just like, I had no idea, you know? And so, yeah, that was basically it. We had a conversation and then we just kind of like said, maybe we could revisit being friends later down the road once we get some initial space. And then, um, we both just said like, we just didn't want to lose the other because like of how special this relationship felt. Um, but I understood where he was coming from. And the one thing that I was really grateful that he gave me was closure. He gave me all the closure I could have possibly needed. Of course, after that conversation, some more questions kind of popped up and I'll talk about that as well. But that was like the initial 20. No, that was the initial like five hours. And what lied ahead was just a lot more for me to deal with and to process and everything like that. But that was the initial, like, couple of hours where I was just like, whoa, like, this is really it. So, um, the first 24 hours sucked. I was, like, on edge. I think I took off work, took a half day or worked from home or something. I just told my boss, like, I got broken up with last night. I literally cannot fathom going into work today. Um... And just started the healing process. So yeah, I wasn't expecting it. So there was probably like this two-week period from that point where I was just processing, trying to heal. I was anxious. I couldn't eat. I felt so bad. My poor mom, like bless my mom's heart, honestly. Um, I had to call her. Wow, I'm kind of getting emotional thinking about this all over again. But um, I had to FaceTime her to make sure that I could eat which is like nothing I've ever experienced before because I love food, total foodie. I'm a Taurus, we love food. Always thinking about my next meal while I'm eating my current meal. So that was something that was really hard is that I just like couldn't get myself to eat. Like it just felt so numbing. Like my heart was hurting. My stomach was anxious and upset and like I just had to keep on eating. Ugh trying not to cry. My makeup looks so good today. But I'm just I think I'm just like going back to how I feel. And it's just bringing out these emotions, which is totally fine. But bless my mom's heart, mom, if you're listening. because so I know that wasn't easy for you to watch me go through. And it wasn't easy for me to go through. Um, And I cried a lot. <laughs> I cried so much. Um, I've cried more in 2020 than like the past two or three years I'd say honestly um, so yeah I was just trying to process it I talked to friends I talked to family um one thing I did was I did do research because I'm just an analytical type person and I really wanted to know how long I was going to be feeling like this because everyone tells you you know it'll take some time just be patient blah 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 which I'm gonna tell you but Me being the analytical person I am, I need to know how long I'm going to be feeling like this or I need to know some type of roadmap, some type of guideline for me so I know what to base it off of. You know what I mean? Like that's just, I need to know that stuff so I know that I'll be okay. Like I know I'll be okay. Another thing that he also said that I laugh at now um, because he was basically like, oh, I hope... Like, my hope is that this doesn't derail any goals you had for yourself or, like, what you're currently doing for yourself. Like, I really hope you can still, like, keep going. And it's, like, sweet. That was sweet of him, right? However, I'm also thinking, like, you really think I'm gonna let you get to me and bring me down that bad? Little fool of yourself. But that's just me. You know what I mean? Like... I have so much going for me that like, yes, I'm crying and I'm hurting right now. But like, you're not going to get in the way of like vibe with aid, you're not going to get in the way of my fitness goals, like my career goals, like, you might break up with me, but you're not going to break me in that way. I refuse to let that happen. And my friends, support system, mom, parents, like, refuse to let that happen. You know what I mean? So I really just needed to know how long it's going to take for me to rebuild myself back up because you're not going to do that to me. I'm not going to let you. You know what I mean? I've been broken before. I got out of a five-year relationship my sophomore year of college and that broke me. That truly broke me because I was just so with that person for five years. I was with someone and I coped in such bad ways and I said I'm never gonna get down to rock bottom like that and this person did break up with me but I'm not gonna get down to rock bottom like that again and I'm not gonna let you get in the way of my future and yeah that was something that stuck out to me and I was just like I need to know how long this is gonna take Because I got to bounce back. I got to bounce back and keep going after it. This is a little speed bump in the road. This is not going to be some like ditch I go down and be stuck in forever. I can't do that. I won't do that. You know what I mean? And so I'm getting heated now. We're feeling so many emotions. So in that research, I found it takes 60 days to withdraw from a person like a drug crazy right isn't that crazy to think about love literally is like a drug and i honestly felt like i was withdrawing i've never had to go through withdrawals thankfully of a drug of caffeine or of like anything so but the way that withdrawing from a person felt i could only imagine what actually feels to go through like actual withdrawals but so i knew there were 60 days okay I didn't think like, oh, I'm gonna be over this person by 60 days, it's just like, okay, let's see what 60 days looks like, you know? Let me envision what that I could look like, how I wanna feel by that 60 day mark. So I marked it in my calendar, I marked it in my planner, what exactly 60 days was. I also did a month just to know, like a monthly check-in. I need to know where I'm at right now, where do I wanna to get to, what could I be doing to get myself there, you know? Um. And then the other thing I found in my research was to establish a 90 day no contact rule. And that kind of goes for like, like, it's just like a no seeing them in general. So like no contact with them, unfollow them off of all social media, block them if you have to, delete their contact info just no contact. You need that initial space so bad from that person because one, you're withdrawing with them. You're withdrawing from from them. Each time that you are in contact with them in that 60-day period, you're getting like a re-dose of that dopamine anytime that you talk to them or you're like interacting with them or something. So if you still have someone in your life that you're trying to like break off from, like toxic ex just keeps on like talking to you even after you guys broke up like they want to be friends like whatever like no you guys need initial space from each other um that is so so important to have and I got a little outside of the 90 day window and I'll talk a little bit about that so I had those two things that that really helped I also got a couple of podcasts that I will put in the show notes for you guys I listened to Girls Gotta Eat, had two podcasts about breakups, and then I listened to another one. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but I will put it in the show notes. That was another podcast that really, really helped me. Just hearing other people's tips, other people's advice, stuff like that um, really helped. And another thing I did is I just surrounded myself with friends. I just tried to surround myself with people. It was really hard being away from my family. Um, So I really had to be around friends and be around people. And it was really hard to like put myself out there because I felt like a wounded little bird or something that I needed taken care of. But the thing is, is that the people that stepped forward, I had so many people that I got so close because of the breakup that I'm so grateful for. Um, it's like when those things happen, there's people that just are going to step up into your life when you allow them to, um, to help. So don't be afraid to ask for help. I talked about this, but I did go to therapy for the month of February to work through my breakup, to work through my car accident. And therapy helped me a lot because it was a lot for my mom to constantly hear everything and to give a true unbiased opinion. Because you know what, her daughter's hurting her baby's hurting. So like, Going to therapy really helped me talk to someone else and get someone else's opinion on everything. So try and find people that you can confide in. And if you need to go to therapy, go to therapy. I definitely recommend it. There shouldn't be any stigma around that at all. There were two probably turning points in between the um, first two weeks and then when we got to about a month and a half, I want to say. So about between two to six weeks, there was a very, very, two big, very turn, two big, two very big turning points. That's what I'm trying to say. So the first one was a full moon circle. I went to a women-led full moon circle, which sounds so hippy-dippy, you know what I mean? But My friend um, Natasha had posted on her Instagram story that she had a friend, Ayesha, leading a women's full moon circle. It was beginning of February, and I was like, you know what, like, why not? I felt like I was getting a message delivered to me by the universe or something, by God, whoever it is, and I just felt really called to tell her like, hey, I want to go to this. So I decided to go to this full moon circle. It was the most therapeutic thing I could have done for myself With full moons, if you guys follow that kind of stuff, with full moons, when those come around, the intention is to release. So a lot of the times when you are going through full moons, you just set intentions to release certain stuff like release doubt, release self-confidence, release uh, holding on to an X, stuff like that. New moons are for setting intentions, setting manifestations, stuff like that cause you're bringing in the new energy and then full moon means cleansing of old energy and stuff. And that night just was a huge turning point for me. I had been, um, it had been about a week and a half, maybe two weeks probably when I went to it. And then it's so crazy because I set those intentions, I'm gonna release fear, I'm gonna release self doubt, I'm gonna release holding on to my ex and all this stuff. And what do you know? <laughs> I come back. I'm driving back from that full moon circle. I get a text from him and I'm like, mother, <laughs> excuse my language, but of course he texts me like I'm finally moving on. I'm feeling in a good place and he hits me up. Earlier that day, I had posted what my festival schedule for 2020 had been. Um, I forgot to mention, I didn't post about our breakup right away. I think I waited till the end of the week on that Friday to post about it. And I posted a video to YouTube and then I took a break for a little bit from social media and from vibe with a, just to like give myself that healing time. I highly recommend that. But my first or second video back after that breakup video was, um, what my 2020 festival schedule looks like, which like plot twist they all got canceled. So, (laughs) but he had seen that video because he was still subscribed to my YouTube channel. And he said, I saw that video. It looks like you're gonna have a great year for yourself. I can't wait to see what you do, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, thanks. Like, I really appreciate it. You know, you'll be missed on those adventures and stuff, but I'm really looking forward to the year. Thanks for reaching out. Um, I've learned a lot in the past week, so I hope you're doing well, blah, 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 blah. And basically, he was like, yeah, I've also been doing a lot of thinking as well. Um, Maybe we should, like, talk about it or something and just get it all out there. Um, And this was also the week of Valentine's Day, which I was going to go see Lane 8 the day after Valentine's Day, we were supposed to go see Lane 8 together. We had also already discussed that I was going to keep all the festival tickets and just pay him back for the Coachella ticket. He was going to let me give my electric Forest to give his electric Forest ticket to whoever I wanted. So girl Ryan, my girlfriend Ryan was going to come with me, um, which was really nice of him. But yeah, other show tickets, he let me just bring a friend and stuff and didn't have to pay him back, which is really nice of him because he knows, like, this is my life, you know, going to festivals and stuff and how important it is for me. Um, but yeah, he wanted to reconnect basically later in the week. And I was like, honestly, like, if you have some stuff to say, like, let's talk it out tonight or something or else I'm going to feel like I'm going to be thinking about it all week, you know? <laughs> And so this was also the, so he had texted me that Sunday at the full moon. I didn't respond to him till the next day. Cause I was just like, I'm going to sleep on this. I'm feeling so good tonight. So we decided to talk that Monday night and we talked for maybe like an hour, two hours, I want to say, and kind of just got everything else out. Um, more closure. I had more questions after thinking about certain stuff. And so, He had basically kind of gotten to a point of what he realized, where he went wrong in the relationship. I talked about where I went wrong. I'm not really going to talk about where he felt he went wrong. But for me, I really, really, I didn't talk about this a lot, but I did not have that great of self-worth being in that relationship. Nothing that was brought on by him. It was all self-sabotaged by myself. Um, I always had this fear before Ryan broke up with me that he was going to break up with me. I don't know what it was, I don't know where it came from, but I think because of how serendipitous it was that we met and connected and stuff, I was just so scared of it going away or it being too good to be true or that I didn't deserve this. I didn't deserve someone like him. Now looking back, I'm like, what were you thinking, ma'am? Cuz you deserve everything and more. You know what I mean? Um, But when you're in it, you're in it and it's hard to snap out of it. And so I realized some of that and I realized I didn't help progress the relationship forward because I was scared to have those conversations. I was scared to suggest that we do certain things like dates and stuff like that because I was scared of pushing him away further or getting anxious that he wouldn't want that and like break up with me. And then I learned he broke up with me anyway. So why did I worry all that time in the relationship and waste so much over the relationship worrying and not putting myself out there and not being my full self with him? Like, what was the point of that? And so I explained all of that to him and we kind of got to the end of the combo. And it was very weird, but I could tell that he was like trying to see about getting back together there was like a weird thing where we both like recognized what was wrong. And I think we were both thinking like, could we make this work and get back together in my head? I'm like, no, but when it's in front of you that you could potentially get back with this person, it's hard to like ignore it. But we ended up coming to a resolution of not getting back together. And I did tell him about my 90 day no contact rule, which was my mistake. I should have told him the moment I heard about the 90 day no contact rule to be like, Hey, don't contact me for 90 days, I'm gonna be working on myself deuces, you know, I should have done that from the beginning. So I highly recommend that. If you are starting out on this journey to self healing from a breakup, like establish that with that person. So they know that way they're not contacting you when you have big turning points like a full moon release, you know what I mean? (laughs) So um, then I told him then this is like what I anticipate like I would like us to do a no day 90 day no contact rule. Um, and he agreed with that. And then we said maybe around, like, elect- after Electric Forest happens or something, we can reconnect. He has relationships still with his ex, some of his exes, which I didn't know about that. But he said every now and then, like, he's reached out or, like, connected with, like, one of his exes just to, like, say hi, like, whatever. And I was totally down for that. I was like, yeah, like, I'm gonna be friends because, like, I still care about you. I still want you to see do well with your music and stuff. And, like, he agreed, like, um and whatnot. So that was basically that last conversation I had with him. Um, So after that, I went to Lane 8, I went to Noizu, I went to a bunch of shows, put myself back out there, reconnected with other friends. And just, I said yes to everything, honestly, just to get myself out of the house. The first weekend of the breakup, I stayed home and it sucked. And then I hung out with one friend. But otherwise, like, After that, I put myself back out there, got myself back out there. I didn't drink for about a month um, because I did not want to go down a downward spiral that I experienced in my first breakup where I was going out six to seven times a week. (laughs) And so I really wanted to make sure that I was not going to cope with alcohol. And you guys know my history with alcohol. Um, I really wanted to be mindful of that. So From there, um, was just having a good time, enjoying the single life, you know, we were doing good things. We got asked out on a couple of dates, which was cool. (laughs) Didn't go on them, but you know, it was there. (laughs) Um, and then the next turning point I'd say was going to Arizona and crossed. So uh, at the end of February, I went to Arizona for a wedding. My cousin was getting married in Scottsdale and my friend Lester, who was on last week's podcast episode if you guys didn't check that one out, he was my date, he was my plus one, which was really great. And then I went to Cross in San Diego. And in Arizona, I realized a couple of things. Um, seeing people get married and seeing two people just fully in love with themselves and hearing their vows and hearing that ceremony, I was crying the whole time, because I love my cousin and I love his wife. So and I love his wife so much that it was just like, so happy for me to see them like finally doing the damn thing and I was just so emotional but it was so great and beautiful and like hearing the way that they spoke about each other really spoke to me and another thing that happened was I binged watched all of love is blind dumb I know that show is so ridiculous you guys but that show helped me so much and I'll tell you why because with that show hearing how people were looking for the love of their life they're looking for a husband, wife, everything that they were saying, those qualities that they wanted, that they weren't compromising on, really opened me up to thinking about what's included in my list. You know, what could I take away from that old relationship, that past relationship that I wanna bring into my next relationship or that I wanna work on for myself? And what are those values that I just like cannot compromise on? Because with my ex, while he was a great person, there are some things I compromised on, some values I compromised on, some things I overlooked, some red flags that I just ignored. And that really was a turning point for me because I started to understand, okay, maybe this person wasn't right for me in the end, you know? Um And I think that's really huge to admit to yourself and be honest with yourself on. Even though we had all these beautiful memories together and we'll always have those to look back on. Maybe we weren't the perfect match is what I started to consider. Um, So I started to have that thought and I talk to my parents about it, talk to my friends about it, and you know, you just start to realize those things and kind of dots start making sense, you know? (laughs) All the dots start connecting and they start making sense. So that was a really big trip for me and Crossed was a great time getting to be with my friends and have a good time. I um, really enjoyed that festival and kind of getting to do whatever I wanted at that festival. And just being around friends at a festival just made me think like, okay, I can do this because I went to a bunch of festivals with my ex. We went to like 10 festivals, I think, while we were together and we were planning on going to all these festivals together in 2020. And so that really made me feel confident again that I can get myself back out there and I can do what I love, creating content for music festivals going to music festivals, being with friends, being in music, experiences, traveling, stuff like that. It just made me feel really confident that I can get back up and keep on doing this. You know, we are going to get back up and crush our goals. Like we're not going to let this breakup get in the way like he thought it would. (laughs) I came back and I got asked out on a date or I had gotten asked out on a date before I went on the trip and then... I ended up brain checking it. And so when I came back, I hit up that person again. And we made plans for a date and everything. And um, this person I'd met at Noi Zoo. And that date really reminded me and um, getting to know someone that when you figure out what you could potentially need in a person or any values you might have, someone might walk into your life with those. So I really felt like it was important for me to get myself out there and go on that date and kind of see what happens. The date went great and then the pandemic happened. So (laughs) the good old pandemic hit the USA. All my festivals were canceled. Um, The next day after the date, the shelter in place happened in Austin. That date went really well. I still continued to talk to that person and then he ended up becoming my quarantine buddy um chase so now you guys are it's starting to make sense right (laughs) getting to know him and getting to know someone else made me really figure out that it is possible to be compatible with someone that is a lot more closer to what you envision in your other partner um because you know like I talked about in Arizona I had those realizations of what I need in a relationship and values that are important to me and then weird enough The universe provided someone to me. God introduced someone to me that I needed to meet. Um, And we met at Noizu, like I talked about. So he likes house music. He loves music. He loves EDM. And getting to know him has been really, really, really great. And it's been really great because I still have been continuing to get to know him. But then I've also been still working on myself, which I think has been awesome. Um, I'm realizing old patterns. I'm recognizing them. I'm figuring out how to work on it and everything. Um, so now we're here throughout the pandemic to now, um, I've been seeing Chase, which is kind of weird to talk about on the podcast, but you guys have seen him in the videos and I just talked about him in the vibe track. He's a great, great, great person. We're not official by any means, but we're just kind of exploring it. He knows everything going on with Vibe with Aid. And like I said, it's been really great to just get to know someone. It's been really refreshing to get to know him and definitely am reminded that it is possible to find someone that you are a lot more compatible with. Um, but yeah, we've just been kind of seeing where that goes. I wasn't really expecting to meet him. And I guess that's typically how it happens. A lot of you might have questions on if I was like fully over my ex before meeting him. Is it right for me to be rushing into things? And, you know, like I said, I came back from that trip feeling really like I just let a lot go. And I really felt like I was pretty moved on. Because once you realize like what you didn't get in that last relationship and what you really need, it makes it a lot easier to move on. Um So I really felt like I could move on. And with the pandemic, like I was home alone, basically, because my roommate was gone for a month. So I was home alone. And then I would see Chase, um, we learned how to DJ together, we were just like making the most of what this situation was. And now that we're still kind of in this, like, we've gotten a lot closer, I'd consider him a best friend. And it's crazy, because he knows me a lot better than even my ex did. Um, And I can just feel myself being more vulnerable and being more honest and sharing a lot more. And yeah, it's overall just been really great. So I'm really happy. Um, I do really feel like, I've been able to still work on myself while getting to know this other person, which I think has been really important. I've had the thought of, you know, like, what is everyone going to think? Like, she's just hopping from one relationship to the next relationship. And it's really not like that. Um, well, it seems like it is. But it's just like, if something in my gut told me it wasn't time, I would have said no, I wouldn't have. Um, said yes to a date, I wouldn't have gone on the date with him. Um, I wouldn't have continued seeing him. But everything my gut has been saying, just that it does feel right, feels like I need to explore it. And I feel like God has put him in my life for a reason, just like God has put other people in my life for a reason and has taken them out of my life for a reason. So I felt like I need to explore this for a little bit and kind of just see where it goes. Like I said, we're not official, but we're just having fun. We're having a good time. Um, We went to the drive-in rave. We had Electric Forest in my home together and stuff, and we've been learning how to DJ and everything. So yeah, we're just having a good time. But um, aside from that, myself, I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I can listen to old songs and not feel triggered by it anymore. I can look back on those memories and not get emotional over it. Um, That stopped, honestly, back in March. But there was some there was a time where, you know, like a song like Strangers by Seven Lions would come on and I would just instantly like start crying. That really stopped where I was crying like every now and then. But now like I am just so in a good spot now that I just haven't cried. And I feel good. Another thing is that Ryan and I had talked about maybe reaching out in June ish, July ish, he reached out to me when the pandemic started just to like check in. He was like, Hey, I know we're not talking to each other. But like, we weren't planning for a pandemic. How are you doing? Blah, 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 which is really considerate of him. And I just said, Hey, thanks. Like, hope you're doing well. I think it's best for us to keep our plan intact. But um, let me know how you, how you're doing with all of this too. And so talked for a little bit and that was it. That was back in March. And then I haven't heard from him since. And I'm not really phased on if I will hear from him or not, to be honest. Um, I think now looking back when we said, oh, let's be friends, I think, I think it was, like, a comfort kind of thing. And, like, I think he was just saying that to, like, make me feel better about it, which, like, I respect. And, like, it would be awful for him to be, like, no, we're not going to be friends. But I think now I don't even know what being friends would look like if I'm being quite honest. So I think, if anything, I would want to get to a place where it's, like, if we run into each other around Austin, we can, like, be cool about it and not be weird about it and just, like, check in every now and then. But I'm not, like waiting by the phone for that to happen, if you know what I mean. So yeah, we'll see where that kind of ends up, if anything, but I'm not like phased by it, like I said. Um, so yeah, I'm feeling overall just in a really great place. And I hope you guys are happy for me too, because I'm happy for myself. Um, it's been a long journey, but I'm, really feel glad that I can sit here today and talk about this stuff. And I feel like it's a closing of this chapter the past six months. Um, And we can look to the next six months and see where I end up. So that was the long story of the past six months. I hope it was helpful. I hope you guys got some takeaways from it. Like I said, I have uh top 10 list of my recommendations if you are going through a breakup now um that I kind of sprinkled throughout that very long story so thank you for listening and hearing me out on this this episode was more so for me to get it all out and have it somewhere and then that way I can look back on it and then to also share with you guys as well I'm like getting emotional again <laughs> just like how happy I feel because it It really was so hard. My period is coming too. So I'm just like, but I think just like looking back, I'm really proud of me for being able to look back um, and getting myself through that. I'm like (laughs) trying not to cry. Here are my top 10 tips basically, um, that you can gather in summary of this episode. Okay, so nice that the sun is like coming up behind me. That's so cool as I'm like talking about all of this. (laughs) Um, Number one, closure. So like I said, I'm very grateful that my ex did give me a lot of closure. He let me ask any questions. uh, The first night we broke up when we connected two weeks later, He was really great about giving me all that closure I needed and was very supportive in that. So I am very grateful for that. Try to get that closure. Try to get it out all on that table before you establish a 90-day contact rule. I think that's why a lot of people get stuck in these things, Um, their breakups, is because they don't get that closure. So I think it's so, so important. And if you just need to lay it out to them and be like, hey, I can't move on and get you out of my life if we can't talk about all this stuff. If they're just running away from the situation, like that's not good. And you can just be like, I'm going to keep on bugging you to give me the closure I need um, until you can give it to me. You know what I mean? Unless it's a super toxic situation. Like I said, everything's different, but I really think getting that closure is super important. Um, Number two, I talked about it a lot. Establish a 90 day no contact rule, removing them off social media. Stay firm on that. I deleted his number and gave it to a friend. So I gave his number to a friend. I still don't even have his phone number. I never even had it memorized. And give it to a friend. That way, if you need it on a rainy day or something, they can give it to you. But, and just like, let that be, you know, delete their number, don't contact them. Really try to follow it. Um, And I hope by the end of that 90 days, you're not itching to like text them or call them. I hope by that point, you're like, wow, I feel in so much of a better space because I've done the work. I've worked on myself. So in that 90 days, you just need to be like working on yourself, finding a hobby, surrounding yourself with friends, talking it out, journaling, meditating, self-care, everything. (laughs) You can cram into that 90 days and just make yourself busy working on yourself. Like I said, number three, put markers in your calendar to assess where you are as checkpoints. So I did The one month, the 60 days, and the 90 days. And then after that, I stopped tracking. Um, I just knew at the end of the month, basically, anyway. So um, definitely helps to see where you are. That way you can evaluate, okay, let's check in with myself. Let's see how I'm feeling now. Um, Number four, confide in friends, family, and therapy if you need to. I got a therapist because I just really felt like I needed to talk to someone else. But hopefully you have someone in your life you can confide in um, and talk with stuff about. Um, I feel like probably by now you have a couple of friends in your group that have gone through breakups and stuff like that too. I really confided in my friends, Margaret and Mackenzie, and those two really helped got me through so much. I'm so thankful for them because they had recently just gone through very traumatic breakups too. So it was kind of refreshing that I had them help me Uh, had their help to kind of guide me through. Okay, number five, work on loving yourself and show up for yourself. I have a whole episode, episode 15, eight ways to self-care. I think that is such a great episode to listen to on how to work on yourself, what to do to love yourself, um, ways that you can show up for yourself. That is what you can be doing in that 90 days. So whether you need to take a social media break and you just need to focus on yourself, get active, get busy, um, figure out ways to love yourself and show up for yourself. I had to find out what was my ex serving me that I need to now serve for myself. So for example, he was such a positive person that I now needed to take place of that and now show up for myself. And now I'm in a place where like, I can show up for myself and really be there for myself. And serve that positivity and that validation I needed. Um, and no one else can do that for me now. Of course, now I am currently with someone, but he can be positive and give me that validation, but I don't need it in that same way. You know, before I needed it to get me by, but now I can give it to myself. And getting it from someone else is just like a cherry on top. You know what I mean? It's not something I'm craving or need to be fulfilled by someone else. I can do that for myself now. Number six, feel your feelings out. If you gotta cry, you gotta cry. If you gotta scream, you gotta scream. If you gotta yell, you gotta yell. You know what I mean? Something I learned from therapy is that um, she really taught me that if you need to cry, cry it out because it feels a lot better to cry it out right away than to bottle it up for three hours. So. I just let myself cry. I let myself cry anytime I needed to and I just let it all out. Um, So feel your feelings out. They're totally valid and just know your feelings aren't you. So don't judge them um, and say that you're like a piece of shit for crying. Just be like, I'm crying. That's it. Done. I'm crying this out. I feel sad and that's it. Let those feelings pass through and you'll feel so, so much better. Number seven, you guys know I'm such an advocate for journaling. I love journaling. Journaling is the best thing ever. Um, It helps get your thoughts out. I get in the habit of having thought cycles and thought spirals where I'm just on the same pattern of thoughts for like ever if I don't get it out. If I don't talk it out, if I don't write it out, I need to get it out somehow. So journaling has definitely helped a lot. I journaled in the morning. I journaled at night. I journaled a lot throughout my breakup and it helped a lot. Um, Just what I was feeling and how I was feeling. Um, I really just free wrote things out. I didn't really have a pattern or like prompt or anything like that. So definitely recommend a journal. Number eight, put yourself back out there when you feel ready. Um, I felt ready to put myself back out there in terms of like a social life just because I'm a social person. Um, For the most part, and so I didn't want to be stuck in my apartment all the time, so I just put myself back out there Um, when I felt ready to, and I could like confide in friends and go with friends. um, By the time Lane Eight show came around, was for Valentine's Day, and I was like, all right, like I'm gonna make that a point to go to Lane Eight because I want to go to Lane Eight. I know it'll be so therapeutic for me, Um, and so I felt really ready to go. And then it took about two more weeks until I felt ready to drink again in a social setting. Um, and it took a, a little bit longer for me to be okay to go on a date and to give someone my number and stuff like that. So just be patient and do it when you feel ready. Don't feel pressured, um, to force yourself to be over this person right away. Just do it whenever you feel ready and whatnot. Number nine, identify what you learned from the previous relationship. I talked about this, what you need and your next one and how you could attract that person into your life. Um... So yeah, that I talked a little bit about I learned that from a podcast episode, which I'll link in the show notes and link in the description box, Um, identify what you learned from the past relationship and what you need in your next one. And then hopefully that'll attract it, you know, manifestation, law of attraction, it's all very real. And those thoughts can become reality. You know what I mean? So hopefully you can attract that next person into your life. I just watched Perks of Being a Wallflower yesterday, I cried again. But um, in that movie, there's that iconic quote, we accept the love we think we deserve. So figure out what is that love that you deserve and see if you can manifest that and attract that into your life. And hopefully, maybe someone's going to be coming into your life. Um, It's like that you've heard before, you know, toxic energy attracts toxic energy. So if you are putting yourself out there and wanting to attract the love of your life or attract that person that is going to be your person, then you'd be able to do that. And then the last tip I have, just trust and be patient. It's gonna take some time. I feel like I'm a success story for how fast kind of everything happened, but at the time it felt like things were going by so slow. Um, Just trust and be patient with yourself. Be patient with your healing. It's not gonna happen overnight. It's gonna take time, like I said, but having those markers, having people and support system are all things that are gonna help you get get along the way and get further than you were the day before. So just take those steps, do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Okay, my camera is about to die. Let's wrap this stuff up. But whew, that was a lot. Like I said, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm really glad I could share this with you guys. Um, I hope it was helpful and you got something out of it today. If you're currently going through a breakup, I am sending you my love. Like I said, I'm living proof of overcoming something that I didn't think I was going to. So just be patient with yourself. Give yourself some extra loving and care. Know you are loved and the people that do want to be in your life will show up for you if you let them. Don't focus on the one person that is choosing to not be in your life and focus on the ones that do want to be in your life. My camera just died. Um, Like I said, I'm sending you my love during this time. If you guys have any questions, feel free to DM me on IG. I'm thinking I'll do a follow-up episode where I take breakup or relationship questions. So let me know if that's something you guys would want to see. Thank you again for vibing with me into today's episode. Don't forget to tag me on IG stories where you're listening from. I hope you guys have a great week and I'll catch you in the next episode. Stay vibey. Bye.